name is Augustina and I'm here with Morgan and today we have an amazing guest on our podcast. His name is Aaron Lamont Curry. He is a writer, a creator and an entrepreneur and he is very well known for his book This Is Why You're Single, a bestseller which I actually read like 10 years ago maybe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I am so happy you're here with us. I've known you for so long. So here we are. Thanks Welcome. for coming. Here Welcome. We are. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Let's first I'm start excited. with a cheers. Let's yeah. start with a cheers. A sober cheers. <laughs> yeah, we're sober cheers. We're actually drinking this Gia, J-I-H-A-A, and it actually tastes like alcohol. It does. Yeah. But we're doing dry January. And I'm doing I'm doing dry twenty twenty three. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. That's really ambitious. That's very yeah. ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe dry forever. Oh wow. We'll see. I we'll see. That. I'll keep that. you all posted. Yeah, keep you Morgan's posted. Morgan's not doing that. I yeah, right I stayed now. quiet on that oh, yeah. one. I'm not setting myself up for failure <laughs> in the new year. Oh my god. But hey. But yeah, so this is the first podcast of twenty twenty three. Yes. And um, we took a while off. We needed some time to just take some space with our family and enjoy the holiday. Yeah. And now we're back better than ever yeah. with the first guest of 2023. Well, I feel special. And, oh my God. He, you guys, he is, I've known Aaron for so long. He is such an amazing guy and he's just awesome. So tell us a little bit about. How's your 2023 so far? Uh, so far, it's been really rainy um, in L.A. I went home for Christmas, and it was negative 25 degrees, and I came back to L.A. excited to come back to L.A. for L.A. weather in the winter, and it was raining, and it has not stopped. I'm from Ohio. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm from New York. So. Oh, okay. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way. I'm like, where is the sun? Right. It's depressing. It's crazy. Like, So yeah, weather-wise, that's how it's going. Um, Creative-wise, I'm, I'm writing this the second book. To this is why you're single. This is why you're still single. So I'm not going to talk too much about that. But you know, it's exciting. I love, I love that title. That's a perfect part two. This right? is why you're still single. Like y'all did. Y'all didn't listen. You didn't listen to me. You're still single. So yeah. And then physically, I had I just had a MCL, slight ACL surgery and a brazen on my right knee. So I'm going through like physical therapy, rehab and that stuff. So it's been intense, but 2023 is good so far. Today is my, my brother's wife's birthday, my sister-in-law's birthday. So happy birthday, Sheila. I love you. Oh, happy um, birthday to her. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sheila. We love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in a nutshell. It's been good. Love it. Been good. Been great. What about y'all? like your purpose what motivated you to write that book and when did you write it and just kind of like what was your mindset during the whole writing process of this book because i'm very interested i can't wait to read it thanks um well my mom was the motivation um she was the big author and I'd always been a writer, right? And I'd always loved it and been passionate about it. And I used to write these relationship notes on Facebook when Facebook was like a thing in college, it. right? So 
and I would get like hundreds of comments. Like people would flock to the things that I was saying, but they would like argue amongst themselves. And sometimes my mom would be like, you know, well, maybe you're being a little harsh towards the women, or maybe you could be more sensitive towards the men in this particular time. And I was like, well, why don't you write it then, mom? You know what I mean? Like, and she did. She kind of like took it over and started doing her own posts and inspirational posts, but on a, a whole different level. Like, she's a phenomenal writer. And then she wrote her first book, and then she became Oprah Winfrey's ambassador, hoping that her career spiraled. So long story short, a few years into her career being incredible, she calls me at like, four in the morning because she doesn't care about the time zone difference right <laughs> time difference and wakes me up i'm thinking something's wrong and she's like god put it on my heart that you need to write a book and i'm like i'm not the author you're the author you're like what are you talking about and she's like i'm like about what mom and she's like what do you know most about and i was like hmm. and she was like do it and she just hung up the phone and then the title the title literally came to me like in that moment i sat up turned my light on and i knew because i'd set up like a few of my best friends with their 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 significant others, mm-hmm. one of them with his wife, my always mother, my mother with her husband, right? like always giving really, like, as you know, relationship yeah. advice, all my female friends coming to me, my male friends coming to me. So I felt like a little baby hitch and I just was like, let me do my own, let me do a book. And I was so young at the time that was like, at first I was getting a lot of pushback because of my age. Like how, how is this 26 year old at the time telling us about, yeah. But we yeah. all have experience. Like, the AIDS was irrelevant. Yeah. Like, you, we all go through certain things. And I was just giving perspective based upon the things that I'd been through. Like, it's not going to be for everyone. But it's going to resonate with the people that it needs to. And it did. And it became a bestseller. And then I started doing talk shows and podcasts and all this stuff. It was crazy. It was cool. I love that. Yeah, Augustina swears by this book. <laughs> I can't wait to I read love this book. Yes. Even though I'm newly engaged, but you know. Oh, congratulations! Thank yeah. you. I, I mean, I'm gonna be optimistic, but I love your realism because you just never freaking know. Cheers to that. You know, Cheers like to that. you don't anticipate Cheers. like you know, you know bad stuff happening, but yeah. at the same time, you just have to be ready for anything because everyone puts their best foot forward as much as they can until they don't and then when they don't are you willing to accept that person because that's who they really are and when someone shows you who they really that's are, who they really are believe yeah exactly yeah yeah but i feel that it's also so important to let people show you who they are mm-hmm. and let them be who they are because i feel that that's when a lot of problems and relationships happen mm-hmm. is when you try to change the person I could use a lot of help. I'm <laughs> or you can call Doctor Oliver. I mean, on a on a on a deeper level, like not even trying to change the person, but trying to control the person. Sometimes we try to control how they act, and it's like, but they're showing you who they want to be and who they are, and you're not even trying to change them. You're trying to control them so that you get the version of them that you want the most. Yeah. And it's like, but you're still not getting an authentic version because you're trying to manipulate the person that is really before you do you believe that comes from a place of insecurity trying to change someone yeah oh me first yeah i mean i i as a man man, i think it can i think you can determine that based upon the man um and what their intention is behind it but for me sometimes it's like you know how women are always like oh i just really i see the good in him and i just really men do the same shit we see a woman and we're like, that's a good woman. If she would just 
X, Y, and Z. Yep. And then we try to make the X, Y, and Z or expedite the X, Y, and Z. And it's like mm-hmm. sometimes they're not ready to change that X, Y, and Z. Yep. Or sometimes they're not willing to. But then we try to manipulate the situation because we just want what we want. But it's just not for us. Yeah. It's just literally not for us. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah. So do you believe that a lot of people nowadays, especially in this generation, are trying to force relationships just because they're scared? Absolutely. That's literally the basis of why I wrote the book. This is why you're single. People are afraid to be single. Mm -hmm. People will jump from relationship to relationship, unhealthy situations, just to not be by themselves. That's because they're not happy. That's because they're not happy with themselves. I always say that. Are you happy by yourself? Because if you're not, how are you going to be happy with someone else? Right. It is so true. On the other side of that, though, I feel like sometimes you can get a little bit too comfortable on your own. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, as a female, I'm like, I'm good. I don't need anybody. Like, I, I don't, what would I need you for? Right. You know? And I think that that can backfire on me. It too. can. Because that's not what men want. No. Like, right. listen, Kevin Samuels was out of control, right? He would say some stuff and make people really mad. But some of the stuff he said, I and so women are probably going to be mad at me. Thank you. Some of the stuff he said, I agreed yeah. with. Yeah. And to your point, it's like you're like, you have the attitude, I'm good. I don't need. When men feel that energy, I'm not going to try to talk to you. I'm right. not going to try to date someone that is so good. They don't need it. Then what do you need me for? Right, right. I don't want you to need me financially or need me to feel whole, but I do want to feel something. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I want you to be successful and have your own money and have your own job and all that stuff. But when you flaunt it in a a manner that's saying, I don't need a man, then you're not going to attract a man. (laughs) You're not going to attract me. That's for sure. That's so true. I feel like there's a delicate dance. Like there's a balance. You have to have that feminine energy. Yes, the feminine energy. That's that's yes boom that's what it is men don't want it's basically that would be like me dating another man i don't date myself i'm the one that's self-sufficient and doesn't you know what i mean like i don't want to date another me that's weird i want to date a feminine woman yes soft energy energy. yes that's part of the whole balance you know right yeah, I feel like right now there's a whole movement of girl boss. We don't need any yeah. use them. Yeah. Like they use us. Like, right, right, right. It's right. so like I hate it. I think I hate it because I'm old school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm kind of just like, I'm not like that, but like, I think sometimes we protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm definitely very independent and obviously I have my own business, but at the same time, no, I want a yeah. man to be a man. Right. And I would never, and I feel that I would never want to. Um, make the man that I'm with insecure or anything like that or make him feel like I don't need him because I feel that the most important thing for guys, for men is to know that your woman respects you. Absolutely. I feel that respect you give a man respect Mm -hmm. and that's it. That's all I feel like that's all you guys need. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. That's and top. Some other that's things. top. I mean, <laughs> listen, I can name a, a bunch of other things, uh, but some other things. foundationally, all of those other things are irrelevant if it doesn't start with respect. Yeah. You could give me all the other things if I don't feel respected. Um. I'm. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like women want respect too, though. Like if you disrespect a woman in any way, it's also. Like- 
But then. But it, sorry to interrupt. Nah. I feel that women want to feel protected. Yes, we want to feel. We want a lot. We, we want, want a lot. lot. <laughs> Man, I appreciate that statement. Y'all want the whole world. Aladdin. Aladdin was a was a fictional kids movie, right? I Can't show protected. you the world, literally. Just protect me. And be one you want to feel safe. Yeah, and just you know. Be kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen to the things you're saying, right? <laughs> I, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. What's crazy is, like, men want some of those things, too. Mm. Like, I think we put, like, a definitive, or we try to draw, like, this line, where, like, this is what men should want, and this is what females should want. And it's like, sometimes those things are interchangeable. Like, you want to feel this but sometimes men want to feel this too like for me sometimes i just want to freaking feel hurt like i have feelings too and as a man like we can get deep and talk about mental health and suicide and all these other things that are happening men carry so much particularly black men i'm not going to make it about race but i can only speak for myself right i'm black a black man so it's like there's so much stuff that I harbor. There's so much stuff that I have to deal with that my counterparts are never going to experience. There's just so much stuff. So when my safe place is supposed to be with my partner, right, my my woman, I need to feel like I can be vulnerable with her too. And then sometimes women have this thing, well, well you're the man. like So you're feeling like, why do you feel like that? And it's like, because I have feelings too. Right. And, and, and the reason these horrible things are happening is because men aren't supposed to show their feelings, tell their feelings. And if they do feel a certain way, we're weak or we're being insecure or we're, you know what I mean? It's like, that's crazy mm-hmm. to me. Like both of us should be able to be vulnerable, have feelings, be upset, be hurt. If something is done to me, I should be able to say, yo, like that made me feel like this without you being defensive. And I think a lot of women, at least I can speak for the women that I've dated, get defensive when you when you call them out on something because they don't want to be they don't want to feel as though they're being told how to act or told what to do and sometimes i just want to be heard i just want you to hear how your actions made me feel as opposed to you trying to defend the action i don't need you to defend it i don't really need the why i need you to understand why i feel this way and then you don't let me do that and then my wall goes up and then the relationship is I mean, essentially, it's like we're not in a relationship anymore because I can't be myself. I'm not going to be honest with you. I'm not going to be transparent. I'm going to hold everything in. And eventually, I'm going to get to a boiling point where it's like, I don't feel safe with this situation anymore. I don't feel like I can be. So I'm 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 going to call call it quits. Yeah. I'm going to call my friend that actually listens. There you go. And that's how shit starts. Because I can't tell you. I can't tell you shit. Right. And then the girl finds out that you're somebody else. Oh, well, what right am I supposed here. to do? Right. Yeah. What else yeah. am I supposed to do? Okay, need an outlet, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that is everything right there that you just said. But I, let me ask you a question. You're able to express yourself very well. So say that a mm. man is in a relationship and he doesn't even feel comfortable enough coming to his woman yeah. and his significant other saying, like, this is how I feel. This is how you made me feel. Yeah. What if he just keeps it and stuffs it? And never says anything because he, you know, he doesn't want to ruffle the feathers. I mean, it's unhealthy. It, it just is. Like, I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I can only say, like, I, I just, I've been, I was raised away by a single mom, that strong black woman that just speak your feelings, tell how you feel. Mm-hmm. She told me something 
when I was 30, and I was like, why didn't you tell me this when I was like 10? Like, this is so simple. You know, but she she did. I mean, yeah. but it didn't resonate with yeah. me until I was 30. It was my 30th birthday, and she was like, I'm so proud of you, and all these beautiful things you said. And she was like, you know, but this year, I just want you to chase one thing. And I was like, what? And she was like, happiness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I am happy. What do you mean? She was like, no, not success or money or a certain caliber of woman or a certain car, or the, just happiness mm-hmm. and your friendships, your relationships and life and work, whatever you're doing, you're like, be passionate and happy. And I started applying that to like everything, yeah. my friendships, yeah. my relationships, like Sometimes we stay in stuff or stay with friends or stay in, at jobs or stay with whatever because we're like, try, like why are we trying to make, like fulfill someone else? <laughs> like our happiness is all that matters because as you said earlier, Augie, it's like if you're not happy or you're not fulfilled, how are you being good for this other person? Yeah. So I just made it simple. I don't care if it's a month in a relationship, three years, five years, five days. When I'm no longer happy and I see that this is something that's like not really going to change, I'm done. I'm not ever going to force myself to go through a season of trials and tribulations and like negativity and jeopardize my happiness to fulfill someone else's. Mm-hmm. No way. That is, that is the thing. Whole life changed when I started living like that. I love that though. I think like a lot of times we try to save the person or save the relationship mm-hmm. and like you said you know when it's not working right we know you know inside like there's right. an inner knowing that you're like this is not gonna work yep but you stay in it because you're scared to be safe. i tell my female friends all the time i'm like we all talk about the red flags mm-hmm. but there's green there's green flags as well that we don't talk about because people don't like to talk about the negative let's thing. talk about let's talk about the green flags and there's green flags that are making you stay right there's there's things that you see that are good and you're like but you only focus on them and there might only be three green flags but there's 22 red flags but because there's three of them you focus on those three mm-hmm. dismiss the 22 red flags and you stay in some stuff that you're not supposed to be in and you know you're not supposed to be in I'm, I'm telling you, I have these like recurring cyclic conversations with my female friends and it's the, it's, it is cyclic. It's the same. I'm like, do you not see you're dating the same man every time? You know what I mean? Like it, it's cyclic. It's almost like it's just insanity. So no, it's, ah, I can I mean, I can rant forever. But, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I'm dying right now listening <laughs> to this. <laughs> I love, I mean, I mean, Aaron and I, we've been friends for what? Almost. 15 years 15 years yeah, and we you know wow. even though we don't talk every single day every time that we talk our conversations are just so yeah. amazing I'm you so know glad that i'm meeting you because yeah I feel like, this is great yeah. 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 yeah 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 that is some good mm-hmm. information yeah, yeah he's got great advice <laughs> that is for sure i was gonna ask what would if someone was gonna take one big takeaway from your book? What would you say is like something that people should know from your book? I'm, I mean, listen, there's there's, so, there's many. so many gems, but the, the the premise of the book and why I named it this is why you're single is because everyone has a like there's a negative connotation associated with being single. Mm-hmm. You think something's wrong with someone if they're not with someone or married or engaged at a certain age, and it's like there's nothing wrong with being single. Just use that time to focus on yourself. Become happy with yourself because then when you do find someone that's meant for you or not meant for you, you can discern. Mm -hmm. 
Because you know, like, you'll have your... I told my female, one of my good female friends, I was like, you don't have any standards for yourself. That's why you just keep jumping in relationships and choosing men. Not even choosing men. Letting men choose you. Right? Because you don't have any, like, foundational standards. And I told her, I was like, figure out three things that are, like, non-negotiables for you. Like, Mm. we should all have our, like, three non-negotiables. And then you you see (laughs) that, right? And then you one happens, and you're like, okay, well, you know it. And the second one happens, and you're like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. We're almost at three. And then the third one happens, and you just, no matter how much you like the person, it's a wrap. Yeah. You have to be strict with yourself like mm-hmm. that because the heart is crazy. The heart and the brain, like, they count, like, count, they, like, That's fight each that. other. That is you know? The story of my they fight each other. Life relationship. Every relationship I've ever been in, I'm at war between Yeah. Them. I'm like, I love him. My mom's like, he's. Right, right. Can you pick another? (laughs) I mean, no offense to people. Yeah, yeah. Most of my boyfriends in high school went to jail, and I loved them all. But you know, I love, I love them all. (laughs) Morgan, Morgan was on the visit, the visitation. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Like, hold on, this this can't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've grown since then. Clearly, you're engaged now. That's dope. So what do you think? Okay, I have a question. When do you think, this is for the people that are out there single and dating, and maybe it's for myself too. Mm. (laughs) Go ahead. So as a man, do you wait for the man to have the conversation about being exclusive? And when is it too soon or not too soon to have that conversation? Mm, that's a good one. Damn, I think that's a great question. I, I just, I think that's the problem with relationships these days is we try to define everything. Like, what's the timeline for this? When should I start doing this? When can I have sex? When can I ask this? When can I do... It's like, who cares? Just go based upon feeling. I think... As a man, you should try to lead the household, lead the relationship, so the man should probably be the one to initiate that conversation. But I think as a woman, if you feel strongly and you just want to know definitively, like, what is this? There's nothing wrong with asking that. Yeah. Whether it's a weekend, a month, in a year, and whatever it is, who cares? Don't don't listen to your friends telling you, well, wait for him to do it, or you have to at least wait. Sit. For, for who? For them? Or for right. you, That's like so you follow your heart and your happiness in your head. If you feel like you want to initiate the conversation, then initiate it. That is right. So true. But I think the man should, but that doesn't mean they always will. Because as we said, men have feelings too. Men want right. to feel wanted too. Yeah. Men want a lot of things. So sometimes you're waiting on something that you're never going to get because you didn't initiate it. Because... It works both ways. Like, the man shouldn't have to do every single thing. And you know what's crazy? I feel that as I've gotten older, I am so much more in tune now. And I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like before in my other relationships, I was not... Maybe it depends on the person, too, that I'm dating right now. Mm -hmm. That I am very careful at listening to what he says and to his needs and to you know to to make sure that he feels comfortable because of maybe past experiences that he's shared Mm -hmm. you know and I feel that I didn't used to do that really before I was more so just like going with the flow and now I'm more what's the word Um, yeah now I'm more mindful you're intentional 
Yeah, more mm-hmm. intentional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's good. That's it healthy. Good. I I think that that is good. So, are you in a relationship or? <laughs> I know, I know, I know our female, I know our female. (laughs) They can't even see me. If they could only see what we're looking at If they could, if you you guys are probably going to give him a follow, okay? Um, Yeah, I've been, this is my longest relationship ever. Okay. Been dating since basically March of 2020. We're a COVID relationship. Can you believe it or not? Oh, I love that. Crazy, right? I met her two days before her birthday. Um, a mutual friend of ours introduced us and, um, yeah, it, it was, it was fireworks from day one, the humor, the texting, whatever. And then April 2nd rolls around it's your birthday and I'm, you know, I'm a real hopeless romantic. So I'm like, I just met her. I didn't even meet her. I just text her, but I was like, it's her birthday. I got to do something. So I get these JL, JLF flowers, whatever they are. I like some. Oh, the ones that don't die? Yeah, very yes. expensive flowers, yes. right? Like this huge bouquet about this big. Aww. And send it to her and like this playlist of music because we were like connecting on music and stuff. And I mean, we've talked every day since that 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 moment. Um, we've been on... That's so cute. She's, so yeah, cute. She's, she's amazing. She, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, th- she's almost three years. She's got a good one. Yeah. She's, she's got, got a good one. one. <laughs> Thank she's you. She's got a good one. I got, got a, a good yeah, one too. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask. Okay, I was just listening to another podcast, and they were talking about the box theory. Have mm-hmm. you heard of this? No. Okay, I think it was like Tinks. Have you heard of Tinks? What is that? It's I a pod- heard She of has that. a podcast. Anyways, the box theory is this. Basically, guys put women in a box, and as soon as they meet them, they know whether or not they're going to be oh, someone that they date. Mm-hmm. Or just someone that you like hook up you, with. Yes. Yes. yes so do true. you think that it's true? Or do you think that it can turn in from a hookup to a long term relationship? Or do you think it the box theory is true? I think the box theory is true for sure. I think that Of course it's true. I think true. that sometimes what? um it can change. Like, I'll be transparent. Like, she has a nine-year-old son. He was six when I met her. You know what I mean? And I always said I would never date anyone seriously that had kids. I just wouldn't do it. Why? Because um, I just wanted my own family from scratch. Okay. Um, you fair. know what I mean? Like, I, want, I wanted to build something from, from ground up and, you know, have a two or three kids of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and But she was just so amazing that I was just like, well, I, I could... I could do this thing. I could make this thing work. And then it just kept getting better and better because he was a handsome kid. He was athletic. He was loving. He was sweet. His dad wasn't around because he's 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 in a different state. So I didn't have to worry about that dynamic as much. So I was like, okay, I can try. I can try this. And everything that I loved about her was because she was a mother. And I realized that it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that she would even be the same person without a child. So I was like, the thing that's like repelling me from women with kids is actually the thing that made me love her even more. Wow. So, That's beautiful. Yeah. That's so and when I realized that, I was just like, all right, I guess, I guess I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to just ride it out. And yeah. it's been a long time so far, our longest relationship ever. Wow. I love that. Okay. So you do believe that the box theory is true. Yeah, I, 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 I do. Cause he was in that box. Like, let's be real. Like she had a kid. So for me, I was like, I don't know. I I mean, I, yeah. I 
I knew that when my friend Andrew was like, you know, had and sent her my picture, and she was like, oh yeah, have him hit me up and all that. And then I went through the inst- went through her Instagram and saw all the stuff, and I was like, oh okay, kid, you know whatever. And then I was like, but let me just see. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. But isn't <laughs> yeah. that reverse box theory then? Because that means that you had her in a box of like, I'm not gonna date her seriously. Yeah. But then she went from that box to to a to wifey box. So so you believe that it's not true. That's what I'm I'm saying. I believe the box theory exists, oh, but, it, but you can also like okay, it can so change. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like yes. you can't you can put someone in a box. I mean, you can put someone in a box and then see that they're not meant for that. Yes. Okay, that's that box. what I was I feel like you are talking more so about a girl that maybe she's hooked up with a lot of guys. Is that oh. I'm, oh, well, that box is not going to change for me. Then. <laughs> yeah, that box would is that box is sealed. That's no, the question. absolutely that's right. not. Okay, but every guy is different because let me tell you, yeah. I know a lot of guys that have wiped up. Oh, did they know? Were they aware? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't. Like, I can't be walking in public holding my girl's hand and, and yeah, and then you know and that they I know the, that? There's no oh way. My God, if no. any of my friends had slept with her, I would have never dated her. I would have never even slept with her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just me, though. A lot of guys aren't like that. Trust me. But if the girl is just outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to have not known yeah. and find out later. Okay. You know, if I knew up front, it's not even, it's, there's no chance. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I for sure wouldn't be able to be with a guy that was, like, with my friend. Sure, of course. Yeah, that yeah. would be weird. It's weird. Yeah, for sure. Now, that is true. Wow. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're amazing for you. You don't know they're amazing for you, right? Until you're in it. Yeah. So true. Like, so do you believe it takes three months to really kind of figure out if you figure out how the other person is? You know how they say it takes three months. I think it takes about a year. To, a for a person to show you their true color? Yeah. yeah. A year, wow. I like, think people can do it even longer than that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, I don't put a time frame on it. I just, mon- I just like, take it in stride and just yeah. mo- monitor everything and just see what yeah. it is. I feel like you should always know how a person is when they're angry, mm-hmm. when they're sad. Absolutely. Obviously, when they're happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that you should always... You know, have like a go on a trip, spend the night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, all of those things are really important, I think. And until you do all of them, how could you know? Yeah, you can't. Right. And you can't know. Yeah, you need to know people's triggers. Right. Exactly. That's a big right. so important. Like, you don't want me to get triggered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Morgan. No, I think. What do you think about love languages? Do you believe that? Oh, like, for do sure. You have love, like, yeah. Do you know what your love language is? Physical touch, for sure, is number one for me. Mm. And then um, probably like words of affirmation. I'm big on like, as, you know, I'm big on speaking. Mm-hmm. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your mental health cards that you have? I'm sorry. I can't get it out today. Mental health deck. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, Are you uh, saying you guys haven't been drinking? I think I'm going <laughs> to... Mental I health think, deck? I, oh, my God. Okay, just take it away. <laughs> You've been sipping my shit. That's why it's going so fast, because when I'm not looking, you're sipping my drink. You have to be. You're hilarious. I think I'm going to... 
I'm going to take it. Oh, my God. Take it away. <laughs> Mental health cards. Yes. So he's tell done. us. Tell, he's done. I'm not I'm not so, done. <laughs> I'm not no, done at all. No, no. So tell Yo. us. No. So I wanna. Oh my God. I want you to tell us about yeah. your mental health yeah, cards yeah. and just tell us about it because I have a, no idea mm-hmm. how to get them, how you work them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, for real. Yeah. Like I think that's amazing, and so many people are in need of that these days. I mean, so take we, it away. We've seen that over the. I mean, especially since COVID, right? And over the last even six months, it's just been a lot of sadness and death. But even before that, my mom's always shared inspiration. That's why she became Oprah Winfrey's ambassador. Hope she's always put these tweets out that get you know hundreds and thousands of retweets and likes and stuff like that. So it was just a situation where she was like, she knew she had a vision for what she wanted to do, and she entrusted me to partner with her to help facilitate that and, and push it out on a, on, a, on a major level. But you ever go to like have a friend that's dealing with something on a deeper level or whether it be you know a mental disorder or they're depressed or whatever it is and you go to like a hallmark or a papyrus and the cards are like get well soon mm-hmm. you're gonna be okay and like that's it but nothing like like actually speaking to the issue that they're dealing with on yeah. a deeper level so the mental health cards are doing that there's cards that talk about like seeking a therapist or like mm-hmm. just beautiful messages that resonate with the person that's going through the thing they're going through it's not a generic message and my sister my baby sister is phenomenally smart like people think i'm smart she's the smartest she's a therapist and she helped ensure that the messages would really like speak to people that and the things they're going through mm-hmm. so they're really direct but beautiful at the same time there's nothing out there like that this that exists they're velvety touch because when people are going through something like physical touch and yeah. sensory is very important so you feel this beautiful card because it's like if augie was going through something like I mean, text is already informal enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, hey, you seem weird. What's going on? You know what I mean? Like, how do I broach the subject? Yeah. So these cards do it for you. You know, you give someone a card, you send them a card. It's very personal. It's bringing back the personal element of, like, caring. Mm-hmm. Showing someone you see them. Yeah. Like, imagine, I mean, I'm not going to use his name, but, like, just people that are having suicidal ideation or whatever. Imagine getting a card from someone that you know loves you and it's speaking directly to the thing you're feeling. Oh you're going to be like, oh, yeah. my God, they saw, they saw me. They see me. They, yeah. f- they know what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, and maybe they can't understand it or change it or fix it, mm-hmm. but they at least see me. That's mm-hmm. the most important part It's like, recognizing that a friend or a loved one is dealing with something love this so yeah. much. And so where can they find those cards? Mental health cards. Super simple. Mentalhealthcards.com. I love that. Mentalhealthcards.com. I'm literally ordering a million <laughs> Thank you. I wish that I had those because I used to teach in a special ed in a mm. classroom mm-hmm. and I wish that I had those. I think those would be great for teachers wow. and like yes. school therapists. And, and that's that's the goal is like to get them in schools. Yeah. To get mm-hmm. them in addiction centers. To get them in 
you know, just as a resource for people. Because how many parents are out there that don't know how to speak to their kids? Yes, that's a huge like you problem. don't know how to talk to your kids, whether they're coming out or whatever the situation is. Yep. But if you could put a card under their pillow, and like, I don't, I don't know, I, but I, I, know. I know you're dealing with something, and yeah. I see you. Like, let me get you help, or yeah. let's figure out how we can talk through this together as a family. Like, that's what these cards do. I love that so much, especially like that. You said parents that yeah. don't know how to deal with their kids' emotions, which mm-hmm. I think is most parents. And then those kids grow up and be adults, and then yep. they, those they don't know how to express yep. themselves. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I've seen it many times, and it's. It's it's, a real it's sad. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, a problem. hard thing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm excited to get me some. Of Thank those. you. Yeah, I think you'll like it. You're dope. I wanted to ask you. Well, what do you think about being in a relationship with someone that has like mental health struggles? Like, She's talking like Kim and Kanye. That's an even better example. I mean, yeah. you see what it looks like, like mm-hmm. on a major level. I mean, that narrative is obviously skewed because media does with it what they want but i mean i've never dated someone with like mental health issues so i can't really speak to that but i but like knowing that my sister deals with people like that every single day and hearing some of the things that she has to talk through it it would be tough on anybody i think that it's just like when you make a choice it's funny because a lot of people are, are in relationships and they say well i'm sacrificing this and this and this it's like no, you're not. You're not sacrificing anything because you made a conscious decision to be with this person. Despite the red flags and green flags and all, you, you're saying you're choosing to be with them. Mm-hmm. Whether they have deficiencies or not, whether they have children or not, whether they have a mental disorder or not, you've made that choice. So at that point, it's not a sacrifice. It's something that you just have to just... You just have to navigate right. until you can no longer navigate. So mental health is the same way. If you're, if you have a partner that has, you know, that's bipolar or is depressed or whatever, you have to be willing to just sit in that, not sit in the space with them, but like essentially just know that that's what it is mm-hmm. and be willing to accept the outcome that comes with all of that. All of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be really, really difficult and you're probably not going to understand it. And the person that's going through the thing is going to want you to understand them and be able to fix them. But you're not a doctor, so you can't fix them. It's unfair for that person to have that expectation, but right. they're the one in that. So, of course, they're going to have unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. They want to be fixed. So it's just this crazy, like, circle cycle of emotions that it's tough. It's really I wouldn't tough. wish it upon anybody, but... I'm sure it's like more of a common occurrence and theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at all the suicides and all the things that are happening right now. It's mental health. Pills yeah, to try to like yeah. you know combat yeah. it. It's crazy. I, do, I, I mean, definitely, I feel that when it comes to you know, I'm originally from Argentina, and maybe because when I left, I was 18, so I didn't really grow up with you know the Argentinian 20-year-olds. Mm-hmm. But we don't see as much, as many pills, quotes, pills, in Argentina as you see in the U.S. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many, like, you can go to the doctor and get prescribed anything. You can yep. go complain about this or mm-hmm. whatever, and then they'll just give you a pill. And I feel that's why it's so easy for people to, you know, become addicted to because... 
it's right there mm -hmm. and you yep. know you could it's it's at your reach and it's so easy and when you're taking something that you don't actually need, yeah. mm -hmm. that's when it fucks up your brain chemistry. Yeah. And I'm not a doctor, so please don't yeah. right, come right, at right. me right now. None of us are doctors no, on this podcast. Don't sue us. Don't sue us, please. But I'm just oh saying God. that in my personal experience, I feel that, you know, if you don't need it and you're putting a foreign substance chemical. in your body chemical yeah it's gonna mess with your brain chemistry yeah and that's why addiction and all these people are yep. popping pain pills getting addicted to heroin it's, yep. it's a really sad time right now so i think that those mental health cards there we go are <laughs> amazing and i can't wait to get some. thank you but thank you is really quick <clears throat> We what have about, an announcement? What about cheating? No. no oh. oh, wow. We're, oh, yes. we're just oh, going straight to the, really the heavy stuff. Touch on cheating. Okay. What do you think cheating, okay, emotional cheating, physical mm -hmm. cheating, and kind of like what do you think about do you take the person back? What does that look like? You know, what do you think that so do you think somebody else is cheating? Let's start with that one. Let's let's just do some questions. Okay. Do you think flirting and you think flirting and texting is cheating? We're 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 asking him so many questions. Oh my god, can we like yeah, let's attack one question at a time, ladies? <laughs> we're like Woo! we're like, do you think that's saying? Oh my god. Okay, what's the first question? Okay, first question is what okay. Do you what do you consider cheating? Yeah. What do you consider cheating? Um, oh my god, that feels amazing. Keep going. <laughs> I think that cheating, I don't know. There's just so many different levels to it because it's like you can have like you can have friends of the opposite sex, right? And it'd be completely platonic. But the things you're telling, the, the way you're posing the things you're telling them about your relationship is kind of like it's cheating because you know how they're going to interpret it and you know that you're you're framing it in a way where they're going to agree with you and be empathetic for your side and, and you're not giving the real side for both parties. So when... It's not cheating, but it's like... I'm fucking lost, you guys. What? You are? You're lost? Yeah. I'm oh, lost. I'm what are you I'm talking about? You know, do you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, like if so, you're talking about my relationship yeah, with somebody else... Right. Oh, you mean... This. Right, right. Oh, oh, it's yeah. going to be one-sided. It's oh, like going course. to see a therapist... And you're not with your partner, so the therapist is only getting one side of the story. So right. then the therapist is trained to discern that this is only one side of the story. There's three sides. Mm -hmm. His side, her side, and the truth. Right. Or their side, their side, and the truth, as we have to say these days. Mm -hmm. um, but like, so when it, it's, it's kind of like cheating the system when you're only giving your side to get this empathy from your platonic male friend or female friend, and you know that they're going to sometimes use that situation or that instance to shit on the other person yeah. or to try to dig their claws into you deeper yeah. or to make it feel like, oh, I, well, I would never do that. I'd yeah. never say it that way or whatever. And it's just unfair to that other person. So when you, when you have conversations like that, it's not necessarily cheating, but you're opening the door for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Men are hunters. So if a woman's coming to, if I'm single, if I was single and a woman's coming to me and it's my friend and she's beautiful and she's telling me all these negative things about her boyfriend, you know. You're going be, to console I'm her? I'm going to console her, of course. Like Wait, naturally. 
sexually. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to console her with my words, guys. With your words? But so what, is that cheating? But what if she's busted up ugly as hell, disgusting, old as hell, just dusty? Mm-hmm. This sounds personal. Wow, what's really going Can you just ask this the real question? Personal. I feel like you're giving me little baby snippets of a question to get to the real one. What? And so what if you're talking to someone that looks like that, mm-hmm. but you're just like talking to them, you know... Not about anything, but just talking to them. Yeah, that's just... I mean, I think it's healthy for men to have female friends and and females to have male friends. I just think that... I hope this doesn't sound misogynistic. I just hope... I just think that there's there's levels to it because men are inherently hunters. So if a woman has a male friend, that male is always hunting He's waiting for that opportunity to see a situation where he can give his perspective that's going to inherently help him look better or be in a better light than the person she's with. That's categorically always going to be the case. As platonic as you want to say it is, that's what the situation is. is. On the other side... Females are not hunters, so so to speak. I mean, maybe these days they're a little more hunterish than they used to be, but typically it's going to be the man that has to make the move or, or say the thing or make the act. Women don't do that. So, like, my girlfriend doesn't have to worry about, like, a woman making me have sex with... Like, that's never going to happen, you know what I'm saying? But, like, what if she's consoling... Or not consoling, but, like, confiding in her male friend yeah that's single saying these things about me like he's a hunter he's gonna take that twist it to his advantage and potentially give misinformation or console her in a way that he might not even agree with what he's saying but just saying it to like make her feel like he's on her side like that's what men do yeah you know what i mean female friends the female friends and it's very rare, but the female friends that I've talked to my girlfriend about, talk they're like, your about no, talk, like talked about my girlfriend too, yeah, I should yeah, say, yeah. like, they're very empathetic to her. I'm like, did you not hear what I said? Like, yeah. this is about me. And they're like, well, did you think about this, this, and this? Because, you know, what is that? Da, 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 or is that time of the month? Or she has this going. They're very empathetic, like, as a woman. Like, you guys are very, like, clickish and, like, tight with each other. Even if you don't know the person, you have each other's back. Men are competitive. We want what the other man has. We want what we think we deserve. Mm-hmm. And if we think somebody else has what we deserve, we don't care what we do to get it. That's not how I function, but I think that that's how a lot of men function. So would I trust my woman around me as her friend? I don't know. Like, probably not. And I'm a good guy. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, if she's telling me all these negative things about her man and the problems, I'm like, I'm better than that. Like, I got got this. That's what's going through my head. I think on the opposite side of the spectrum, women are trying, like, really genuinely trying to give perspective for why the woman might be feeling this, thinking this, saying this, acting like this. Men are going to just agree with the woman and, you know, in hopes that, that, yes, that's that's my opinion. It might not be right. Could be right. It could be both sides, but that's just how I feel. So you think that that is, like, emotional cheating, like, that's emotional cheating. Yeah. Emotionally cheating. Yeah. Emotional cheating is for sure a thing. Yeah. 
And but that's separate than having just like a friend okay. that's a girl that like Absolutely. It's a fine line though. It is a fine line and, yeah. and, and there's not like most of my female friends I'm not gonna talk to them about my mm-hmm. personal relationships because it's like one, it's none of your business. Yeah. And two, it's like I don't wanna open it up for you to think like there's a there's a problem and then you could, you know, swoop, swoop in. in. I don't even want yeah. that energy. I don't want to put that energy in my life or my relationship. So I keep a lot of stuff private. But, um, yeah, there's there's just a fine line. Like, you you know. Mm-hmm. You know who you can talk to about certain things. Yeah. Like, like people like to claim, claim naivety. It's like, you're not naive. You know what it is and you know why you told this person yeah. this. And you know what's wrong and you know what's and not And you know wrong. what's wrong and you know what's wrong. I and you know what's wrong. 100%. Yeah. And what do you think about, like, cheating? Do you forgive them? What do you think about that? Like, I mean, listen, I couldn't. I, don't I, couldn't. I couldn't. I think I the couldn't. only way I would be yeah. able to forgive if... I don't even know. But I don't want to say nah. that it's a bad thing to forgive someone. It's else. not. You can forgive and move on. It doesn't mean you have to stay with the person. I think right. that. I think that people cheat. Most people cheat for a reason. So if it's a reason where it's like... Listen, she said 20,000 times, you're just not here. You're not, you're not giving me quality time and you're always traveling for work and da, 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 and something happened and I never changed my behavior to give her what she was missing. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation. Then it's like, oh, I, like I'm a part of this. Mm-hmm. Like this is partially my fault. Right. She made the choice ultimately, but it's stemming from the lack of action that I was giving her. So I can understand it on a, on a, a different level. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I'm going to forgive her and stay with her, but I could at least try to. Mm-hmm. But if like you just cheat because you got drunk and you went to the club and cheat, absolutely not. There's not a, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I'm never forgiving that. Yeah. Yeah. I forgive you, but I'm not forgiving that. Yeah. And we're not ever going to work. I like the you're forgiving them. But yeah. Not that. It's like closure. People think you need the other person for closure. You don't. You need closure on your own. Yeah, it's for it's for yourself. You can do that by yourself. I I also feel that, and you know, maybe you guys are not going to agree, but I do feel that when a woman cheats, it's different than when a man cheats. Completely different. Not that it's okay for you guys to cheat. (laughs) I know. I know. But I I want to know what what do you. Because I think that I've asked this before. Maybe I'm making it up. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that know me, you know I like to crack knuckles. No, no. Oh he God. almost pulled my whole nail off. <laughs> he didn't fucking crack my knuckle. <laughs> all right, all right. What was your question? No. Do you... I fucking forgot. I think these things must have alcohol. No, bitch. No. I'll kill you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They really don't. I'm, I swear to God. It's for, it doesn't. I don't know if I believe oh, her. Oh, I don't believe her now. Now she got me Not true. alcoholic maybe, that, maybe that's the point okay. of it is, bec- is, is to make I like them. I want fun. I want to drink this. Without alcohol. <laughs> we, are, we don't need alcohol. That's for sure. Um, no, no you, I'm saying, do you cheat do men, when men cheat? Yeah, there's, there's different reasons. Typically. There's re- different reasons. Mm-hmm. But do you, Oh, I was going to say this. Do you feel men cheat because... Do you feel men cheat? Yes. Because they can. Because the opportunity's there and... Okay, fuck it. Yeah, I'm gonna... I mean, what what's the ratio? It's like 10 to 1, women to men or something? It's like... Wow. Oh, really? It's, like, it's 7 to 1, 10 to 1. Something, oh, it's something fuck. like ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So the, the, the options are endless for us. 
And we're, like I said, we're hunters. So when you think about it and you're like, you're settling down, you're making a choice, you're making a conscious decision to be with this one woman potentially for the rest of your life, and you're giving up all this opportunity to do what you're instinctively driven to do, that's a huge freaking choice to make. Like, it really is. Like, sure, women can get men just as easily. Men are always going to want you. But the difference is men like to conquer Men like to like mm-hmm. love and like you know it's it's different like so for women that are like well I can get men too and sure you can anyone's gonna have sex with you if you're pretty and you're smart or whatever the case may be but like if a man cheats sometimes it's just because they just want to have sex like there's no emotional attachment there's no there's no reason it's not because you're doing anything wrong it's just like I don't know it's, it's just something different and it's scary it's not because it's like you're a bad person i i want i no it's just like we just got bored for a second and it's this is nothing i don't love this person i don't want to be with this person i just i've been sleeping with you the last six months and you know what i mean yeah, but but when women cheat, and again, this is all speculative, this is my opinion, when women cheat, it's you're either really trying to get back at us, or you're making a statement, or you really do like this man that you slept yeah. with, because like you're leaving, you're leaving yeah, or something, yeah. so it's like, if you, it's harder to forgive that than it is to forgive, like, oh, it was just, it was a transaction. Right. Yeah. This was a reaction, and it cultivated something deeper. Men don't typically cheat with a woman they leave their girl with for. Yeah. They usually make a mistake or they cheat because the woman wasn't hearing them or something basic. But we're not going to go try to find someone better. It's cheaper to keep her. It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> right. That's right. So, listen, I'm not condoning cheating. I think it's a horrible thing. I think that it can, it can happen. And I, I think it's up to the person to deduce whether or not they're willing to accept that apology and work through it. But the trust is going to be broken for a long time. And that person is going to feel like they're working forever to try to regain that trust. And it's like, is it worth it at that point? I don't know. Regaining trust is not easy. It's tough. Yeah. That is something that people don't talk about a lot because that's a long road sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, it's happened, I've talked to someone before, and they've told me, they're like, you know, like, I've asked this girl about her past before, and she lied, and even though it was her past, you lied. You lied. Why did you lie? I don't trust you. What are you going to lie about in the future? Mm -hmm. So how could you ever make it, why are you lying? Mm -hmm. Be who you are. Be who you are. I know. a lot of people lie because they're scared to lose the person. Exactly. One thousand percent. I'm the type of person. If you lie one time, like I'm, that mm. changes things. For yeah, me. and I hold on to it. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, life is crazy. Relationships are crazy. Mm-hmm. Single, being single, enjoy it. Whoever. Yeah, whoever you are. Whoever you are, just enjoy mm-hmm. being single. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. Your own mental health. And mm-hmm. And you'll attract the light. Keep your heart open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who are you, Morgan? Sorry. Sorry. 
sorry. Oh my God. Sorry, you guys should yeah. have seen her We're face. Happy, By the right way, so. we'll be at a studio soon. Oh, yeah. So we'll be recording this for YouTube, Instagram, and there's going to be a network that's going to be picking up purpose beyond post so stay tuned and thank you so much for coming on tonight you really dropped a lot of knowledge we're gonna have a part two oh i'm down you just let me know when we barely scratched the surface yes for sure but first podcast back in 2023 that's right that's right yeah so tell everybody where they can find you uh yeah uh twitter and instagram is i am mr ac so that's just i a M M R A C I am Mr. A C. And your book? Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, wherever you want. This is why you're single. And look out for part two coming soon. Got another surprise attached with that too. We got some some big well, you know, but I don't know to say it on here, but we have some big things coming for this I is why you're single. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Love it. All right.